Now that the pandemic is over, although I do know people that are still getting COVID, some church boards may be hesitant to invest in or continue streaming services due to various reasons. If you're looking to persuade your church board to keep streaming video, here are some tips that might help. Next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Hey folks, welcome to another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast. This is episode number 385. And I'm Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. Steve, how are you today? Doing just wonderful. All right. Busy week for you, I know, just from talking to you. And I just got back from vacation. I went from 65 degree temperatures to 100 degree temperatures uh, here in Tucson. It's only only a few minutes out of the day. Yeah, it's It's not bad. It's 65 in the morning. Exactly. Yeah. Well, in San Diego, in San Diego, it was like, you know, 65 is the high, but, but uh, I digress. So anyhow, it, it's, it, we have good weather here. I mean, it's, it's only going to be in the mid nineties this week or so, uh, but enough of the weather forecast. Well, let me tell you something that's going on. We have a webinar coming up on June 13th. And if you are in the streaming video at all, you would want to go and be a part of this, reserve your seat. Now go to webinar.streamingchurch.tv. Did I get that? Uh, domain that is correct we're going to be focusing on hardware encoders so if you ever thought about buying a hardware encoder or going the hardware encoder route we've got a pro that's going to join us been in the business for a very long time and tell you all the all the things to look for when you're shopping for an encoder or things to avoid and um yeah make recommendations help you decide yeah george herbert will be with us and we will look at uh several different hardware encoders we did a uh, a webinar last month on software encoders. So if you missed that, uh, you can find it by going to streamingchurch.tv slash webinar. <laughs> so we have uh, we have a lot of webinars we've done this year so far, and we're doing one every month. In fact, we've done them for years. So yeah, hopefully you enjoy that. June 13th, it's going to be 9 o'clock here in the uh, Pacific time zone, but it will be 12 o'clock Eastern, June 13th. That's a Tuesday. So sign up now, reserve your seat, and uh, I think you'll enjoy it. All right, so uh, it's summertime, and uh, one of the things that uh, sometimes I'll talk to some of our customers, we do streaming video, among other things here, and one of the things that uh, sometimes people uh, come up with is they want to do streaming video, the tech people, sometimes even the pastor, and yet their board of directories, their church board, church trustees, uh leadership team, whatever you chose to call it, some of them, sometimes they'll look at things and go, nah, we don't need to do streaming anymore. The pandemic's over and blah, blah, blah. Um, Although I just had a friend uh, come down with COVID, by the way. Uh, But so it's not completely gone. There are people out there that are still getting COVID. So what I thought we would talk about today is what do you do when your church board says no to streaming? And by the way, you can use what we're going to talk about here to probably anything. <laughs> if your church board says no to something you want, 
there are some tips here that we want to give you. And you can go to blog.streamingchurch.tv and look at the notes. Although I've got some other notes here that I found were kind of kind of cool by Julie Julie Garland McLean. I saw this on LinkedIn. And she wrote some notes about dealing with your your board and and actually some of the notes she wrote I don't think they were really dealing with church boards but but um, anyhow I've been dealing with church boards all of my life I've been in ministry as you know over four decades you've been on church boards and so I think both of us have some experience here with this yeah and I can see I mean, I've been on church board for a very long time and typically they're responsible for the fiscal side of things. And so they're seeing, they're having to make all the really hard decisions. And so typically, you know, they're they're part of the church, they're leaders in the church, and they come together and they go, hmm, we have a problem. We Our expenses are greater than our income, and we need to make some decisions. And a lot of times, they're um, not as informed decisions as they could be. You know, it's like you, you go, well, pandemic's over let's cut this you know and and people the board members don't recognize um the value or they'll say let's stop this outreach to the youth and you know it's we're you know we don't need that we're (laughs) they don't see the value yeah and so and so it's important as we talk about this topic here that they're all they're all a little different. We'll get into that. Uh, the church boards, how they're run, how they do things, are a little different. Uh, we'll try to cover some of that. And also, you might not be a pastor listening to this. Maybe you're in the tech team and you're the head of your tech department. Maybe you're even a volunteer. Uh, you can still will get something out of this. And so uh, this can, you know, uh, this can relate to anybody. You you can you can be the pastor and 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 lead the church board. I've been in those situations. You can be the executive pastor and kind of lead the church board. And again, I'm using church board, but you can use the term trustees or leadership team, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and then there's, there are some people that are the pastor and the executive pastor are there. And then you have a chairperson who's who's on the board. So there's different ways that this whole thing works. But we'll try to navigate some of this stuff and hopefully bring some tips, some helpful tips and some clarity to how you can uh, work with your leadership team or your church board. So we'll try to do that. Okay. So uh, let me jump in here real quick and just say, I'm going to pull off some of the notes that we don't have on the, on the blog, but one of them is whoever you are and you're addressing this board, you need to be prepared. <laughs> okay. So when I say be prepared, you know, understand what you need to do. You need to either have the appropriate information uh, you need to have the, the the correct kind of reports. You need to just be prepared. You don't have to get freaked out about it, but you just can't walk in there. You, you need to make sure that you have, I hate to use the word ammunition, but you need to have stuff in your pocket so that you can bring up points and bring up why, whatever it is you're trying to do. In this case, we're talking about streaming video, uh, why this is important, why this is valuable, why you know they need to, to really uh, understand Uh, the value of whatever it is you're trying to get across to them. And then I will also say this at the beginning before, and I'll let you jump in here in a moment, Steve, is that you also need to understand how the boards work, uh, how the protocol is. And I just kind of alluded to that 
earlier. You know, I mean, it could be a chairperson that's not on staff doing it. Could be the executive pastor that is on staff doing that. And uh, you need to understand how they work, what the protocol is, and all that stuff. So uh, you need to really have, yeah. if you, you know, I mean, if you go to the board meetings, you probably know that. But if you don't, and you're well, coming to this meeting, then you need to make sure you do understand that. Yeah, and and it's probably a lot like government as well, because you may not, you may not get an invite to the meeting. You know, the the, the board meeting where they're making the decisions, and they're like, "Well, we can't." You know, we can't share what goes on in the board with just anybody that shows up. So you might not get an invite. So you may need to lobby someone that's on the board and educate them of the value so they can go and take what they've learned from you to the board. And in, in a lot of ways, that may be even more important than you showing up in the board yourself. Yeah, well, that's good for John. John Maxwell talks a lot about that. You, you're familiar with John Maxwell, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And and he talks a lot, a lot about about, about really influencing, uh, you know, working with your board, influence. You know what? It all comes down to relationships, right? I mean, it really does. So I, I had this guy. I'm getting you off track here, sorry. But I had this guy that I actually I went to the board meetings and as an executive pastor, and I had this one guy who was just hard to work with on the board. It's just really hard. And so I started to get to know him a little more. And we actually went out for coffee a couple of times and really nice guy. But for some reason, when he was in a board meeting, he was turned into this Jekyll and Hyde kind of a deal. And we ended up becoming very good friends and it made it much easier <laughs> to work with him on the board. Yeah. That's yeah. It's funny how you, you mentioned that. I, I worked with a guy back in, uh, in a former life here a long time ago and you pal around and work with him and it was just you know he was just great but then you get him in a meeting and he turned into he put on he kind of puff up a little bit yeah. and talk in a much more authoritative voice and i was like <laughs> casey what you know what happened to the casey i knew that before we walked into this meeting so yeah i know what you mean yeah yeah so it, it doesn't always work but it but relationships are the key to this whole thing i mean it really is and so right uh, and yeah. and as you mentioned just can't reiterate enough the the um the value that's not perceived is needs to be communicated yes. and it's very easy for a set of board members to not to make financial decisions that affect the ministry and not have a deep appreciation for the value of this versus that, you know, they may make a different decision if they understand the value. Yeah. And a lot of times they are, they haven't been exposed and um, they'll make, you know, they'll cut some things that may be just vital to the, to the lifeblood of the, um, of the ministry. Absolutely. And it's it's good, you know, so if you go to the blog, blog.streamingchurch.tv, I'll, I'll jump on it real quick. Now, highlight the benefits. You want to highlight the benefits of streaming video, whatever it is you might be uh, trying to promote, but in this case, streaming video, what are the benefits? And so you need to make sure you have that mapped out. <laughs> yes. And there's there are um, some derivative benefits that people don't recognize or appreciate. One of them I think that's key in a lot of ministries is the fact that the people that do, the new people that do show up, showed up because they watched online. So if you've got, and, and people just don't recognize that. Yeah. 
Um, they don't realize that people attended online for two or three weeks before they decided to try your place out, or they they watched a snippet of uh, something you know somewhere else and that got them to to get connected to a you know one of the live services, and people just think, oh, you know, why do we? You know, why are we why are we streaming this thing? We just we want to allow, you know, Joe and Martha to stay home and, and not come to church and, and and watch the stream over there. That's not something we want. But people don't recognize there's a lot of hidden value with regard to, to streaming that is that has is that's often the lifeblood of the future of the church. Yeah, that's you know, like, absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, like oh, I, let's we can't afford to light the sign in front of the church anymore. So you know we could save eighteen cents a month if we just turn the lights off in the building and the sign. And you know if everybody drives by at night, they're thinking, oh, that place went under or something. It's just it's the same kind of thing where you say, oh, we're going to turn off the stream. They're not streaming anymore. I'm not. They're not reaching the people that are maybe interested in coming to the church. It's interesting you bring the lights, <laughs> shut the lights off at night. I I had the same exact issue. Actually, it was the same guy I was talking about earlier with this church I was executive pastor with. They wanted to shut the lights off in the parking lot, and and the building we were in, it didn't it, it wasn't it didn't look like a typical church building. In fact, a lot of people drove by and thought it looks like a dentist office or something. You know, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. You've seen it, and so. I said, you know, we got we need to keep the church. We need to keep the lights on, not only in the church, some of them, not all of them, but the lights in the parking lot. They they need to be on. They need to be lit up. And oh, I don't want to do that. I want to do that. You know, it just it, to me it was common sense. The other thing too, you mentioned sign. <clears throat> they put a sign up uh, when they built this property, and it was it was right after I got there, and the sign was so low you couldn't hardly see it from the road. I said. What do you got to sign up for if nobody can see it? And ooh, it costs too money to raise it. Well, you know, it's not going to do any good if nobody sees it. So you may as well spend the extra money and raise it off the ground enough so that people driving by can actually see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they did it finally. But anyhow, I'm, I'm going on here. So, yeah, highlight the benefits. There's lots of benefits. And part of that goes in the next point of the blog at blog.streamingchurch.tv. Shared data. And feedback. So uh, you need to collect some data. And uh, with our company, we provide you a lot of analytics. And so, uh, and I would suggest too, that uh, you have this stuff ready in advance. And, and I don't know if your board does this, but, but uh, you know, we have, we used to have an agenda we would send out. We try to send it out a few days before, but we'd have an agenda. And so you could include in the agenda, not only what you were going to talk about during the board meeting, but also some points. So share the data, share the feedback, and you could put yeah. that in advance. So these guys get at least can look at it a little bit. And then when you show up, you know, they, yeah. they, they have and a little better understanding. Some of that data would be go and so we don't have everything for you, but the go to your new members class and poll how many people watched online before they came yeah. and provide that data. And as well as, data of lives changed or people's, uh, you know, ministries that have been, you know, affected by the live streaming, just put together that information. And then it becomes a no brainer that your board's going to make a smart decision on value, right? They're going to say, well, 
we can no longer do this because we got to cut back or, but we can, we got to continue to do that because there's some serious value here. Right. Where, I, I remember streaming. The value is just goes hidden a lot of times. Yeah, it is. It, it, it's, it's, you have to really dig a little more to get it. I remember with a, we, we got a mobile app at our church and uh, I got a little bit of pushback. Why do we have a mobile app? Why do we have a mobile app? Well, one of the benefits of the mobile app, which by the way, we provide mobile apps for churches in case you're wondering, churchapplive.com. Um, and that's what we used. And one of the people said, well, why do we have this mobile app? And one of the nice features about it was people could just open up the app and they could give online instantly. You know, they just click a donate online thing. And when we started to use that app and, and promoted it, by the way, our giving went up, went up. And finally, somebody realized, oh, well, I guess we ought to keep it then. <laughs> yeah. not, we could save ourselves, you know, X dollars a month if we just got rid of that app. And uh, and you don't realize that, oh, wow, our giving just went down by, you know, X yeah. times 10. Yeah. But, it, you know, in this case, it went up as soon as we got it and started promoting. And the same with streaming video. I mean, if you're doing streaming video, uh, you should have a place on your video, on your platform for people to give online. And, and it really does work. And it makes a big difference in people's lives. One of the benefits. So there's lots of benefits. And then we're going on here. But if you need any more, just reach out to us here. We can tell you, we can give you a lot of ideas on benefits. Yeah, I, uh, I have a, a board related story uh, from a long time ago. We were... Um, having to force to be late to lay off staff. And um, I went away and I was, I was one of those that was not interested in doing the layoff of the staff and gathered a bunch of data that, you know, they looked at this month to say this, you know, the salaries of this and the income is this, and they were making some very short-term decisions. And I went back and gathered a bunch of data over the past um, year and a half or so and saw that there was a, a slope to the line of the giving and that was not being considered. It was just, you know, and if we continued on the same path, all we had to do was weather, you know, another couple of months. And if our giving was continuing to increase like it was, because the church was growing, we we're going to be out of the woods. We wouldn't, we wouldn't be, um, you know, cutting something that we thought we couldn't afford right. because we had some data that showed not only what's going on today, but what's what happened in the past. You know, what was our attendance like before we started streaming? What was our small group activity like? How many people in the small groups were watching online? You know, what was that before we started streaming versus, you know, now and and present that data and then just, you know, get to communicate the value. Yeah, absolutely. Which goes into the next point here on our blog, clearly articulate the benefits of technology, which is kind of what we're already into here. There's there's just so many benefits. Uh, and there's also the, I don't, not only the, uh, how do, what am I looking to say here? The, uh, the, the things you can see, you know, the money, the, the, the benefits of, of all that stuff, but there's also this, uh, I don't know if I want to call it image but, you know, if you're a church that uses technology and streams and do other things, that communicates something to outsiders saying, hey, these, these, this church is, is up on it. They're moving forward with technology. They're modern. <laughs> they're, you know, they're, they're taking advantage of, of things to reach people. It communicates a positive message 
the people that maybe are not a part of the church or maybe newly new to the church. And they realize, okay, these guys are, are stepping out. They're doing things that affect people by using technology. And they're, they're not in the dark ages, you know, it communicates a, a positive image to the church. Yeah, exactly. Right. That <laughs> may not be apparent on the surface. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it just, it really, it gives people a, a good it, perspective, you know? Yeah, it is a, yeah, it's important. You don't want to, people don't want to be a part of a dying church. And if yeah. you're, and if you're throwing out some signs, like we're dying, then uh, you know we're laying on staff, or you know it's just whatever it may be. Yeah, you know people are. Yeah, so think about the you know articulate the benefits of technology. Really think a little bit about it, how it works, and 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 how it can be beneficial. So all right, well let's move on here. So look, there are concerns that people have in board meetings. So one of the things, one of the 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 when you come when you go into a board meeting. Uh, one of this is I can speak, speak from experience here. Uh, sometimes I, I I used to, and I probably uh, did it too often. And that is, I kind of came in like a bull in a china shop. You know, I would kind of go in and just tell people what I thought, and in some ways, maybe came off a little bit arrogant. Uh, to be honest with you, and I know that's hard for you to believe. <laughs> you're, not, sure. you're not but but you know and, and so a lot of times uh, you know when addressing the concerns of the board i would just kind of come off like you know you guys should know better what's wrong with you people you know and maybe i didn't say that maybe i did at times but you know it, it, the way i communicated was was not always good and so you really need to be polite you need to be really open to people's concerns and you need to allow them to, to express their concerns about whatever it might be, the streaming video, whatever. Listen to them. Make eye contact. Uh, make sure that, that they know that you care what they're saying and address those concerns. But don't address them in, in, a, in a, just a, a bullish way where, you know, you're going to bully somebody and come in like, you guys don't know what you're doing. You know, I did that. When I came back from, from Kansas and and came came back to your church and I wasn't on the board, but I was on their leadership team for a while. You know, uh, I was frustrated with a lot of things and I came off that way and I told them what I thought about things. And, uh, you know, I, I think it was hard for some of the people to swallow. <laughs> and I think a lot of ways, a lot of times I think I was right, but the way I said it um, wasn't right. Does that make sense? Yeah. There's, yeah. there's, Always a bit of, uh, especially if you're going to the board meeting yourself, um, political acumen that you need to bring with you. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, you just, you got to be, I mean, look, you got to be nice. I mean, you got to be nice and, and understand where people are at. And, you know, all these things we just talked about is, you know, these people, these people on your church board, your trustees, whatever you want to call them, you know, they care about the church. And so they 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 want the best for the church, and sometimes they just don't know. Like we just said, sometimes they don't understand the benefits of what you're trying to get across to them. And so you need to be patient. You need to be nice. You need to be kind. Uh, those are certain things I would try to do a little bit differently again uh, if I was uh, addressing a church board like I used to all the time uh, years ago. So anyhow, address their concerns. Uh, don't blow them off. Address mm -hmm. their concerns. Yes. All right. And then you have one last bullet point here. I do. Talk to your streaming provider. So, 
if you need help with any of this stuff, and you know, and again, we're assuming when since we're talking about you know the, the title of this is you know how to how to deal with your church board when they say no to streaming. We're assuming that you want to continue to stream, whoever you are, whether the tech person, the pastor, the executive pastor, whoever you might be in your church. Uh, you know, we're assuming that you want to to stream, you want to continue doing streaming video. So our advice would be talk to your provider about it. Now, that could be hard to do depending on who your provider is. Uh, fortunately, if your provider is us, streamingchurch.tv, I'm going to do some self-glossing here. Uh, you know, we're open. You can call us. And if we don't pick up the phone, we'll call you back, leave a message. But we're, we're pretty good at returning calls and we're pretty good at customer service. And we can certainly help you uh, when it comes to, you know, hey, I want to keep streaming. My, my board doesn't want to. How can I convince them? You know, we can provide you some help, some tips, some assistance on maybe how you could uh, could better get your point across to the powers yeah. that be. And we only serve the church, so we understand ministries, and we're willing to roll up our sleeves and work with you. So We really are. And and it's it's not just about us, you know, like, oh, we want to keep your business. Well, yeah, we definitely want to keep your business, but we want to help your church. I mean, it's and we believe in what we're doing here. And uh, that's why we do what we do. And we work only with churches. And so, uh, you know, whatever we can do to help you guys. So talk to you, talk to your streaming provider. Uh, if it's us, uh, reach out to us. We'll try to help you in any way we can. Uh, and hopefully if you use somebody else for streaming video, they'll be able to help you. Hopefully they will. I don't know. Sometimes it's a little bit hard, you know? So anyhow, that's, that's it. So I think, you know, work with your church board as best you can. Uh, as John Maxwell, John Maxwell used to use this analogy about, you know, everybody's got some change in their pocket, you know, and, and as you do good things and, and work with people and form relationships, they give you more change to put in your pocket. And if you goof up, you screw something up, you lose some of that change. So, you know, if you keep insulting your board members or uh, coming off arrogantly uh, or just make a bunch of goofball mistakes, you lose that change in your pocket, so to speak. That's his analogy. You know what I'm saying? So work with the people that you have. Do your best to communicate uh, the benefits of streaming video. Dig deep to get some of the data uh, find out more about, you know, how many people have been affected by streaming video that go to your church. As you said earlier, Steve, you know, people come many times because they saw you online and they saw your church online and that's why they're here. So, you know, communicate all that stuff. Take some time to communicate it and work on it. Think about it. Yes. I mean, at, at our church, it was through the member class. It was at one time, 80% of the people were had watched online and you'd hate to cut that thing off. That's amazing. Yeah, that was an amazing stat. I remember that stat. And uh, so there, there's just a lot of good things that you can communicate to people. So, all right. So we're done with this. Hey, look, sign up for our webinar coming up. Uh, we're doing webinars every month on something. And this month uh, is actually next Tuesday, June 13th, depending on when you listen to this. It's June 13th. You could be a part, reserve your seat of uh, hardware encoders. We're going to look at some of the pros and cons of hardware encoders for live streaming. And you can sign up by going to webinar.streamingchurch.tv. It's free. It's about 30 minutes long. It's not very long. We'll have some Q&A afterwards. And uh, by all means, be a part of this thing. And, uh, you know, you might learn something, right? A chance to ask a pro. Yeah. Not us, but the hardware guy that we have. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, we, you know, we, we have a lot of experience with hardware encoders because our customers, we don't provide them, but we, we, right, yeah. we work with people that have them. So we know our fair share, but uh, George Herbert is, is an expert at this stuff and uh, he, he will bring a lot of insight to you. And if you're thinking about making a change or something, uh, this might be a good opportunity to get some education on it for free. And uh, hey, if you haven't signed up for our, uh, our podcast, the Church Solutions Podcast, uh, subscribe to it wherever you get your podcast so you never miss a Church Solutions podcast. Give us a rating if you can and uh, check out our blog. Every week we usually post a new blog about something that's ministry related. Sometimes it's tech related. Sometimes it's something else like this. Go to blog.streamingchurch.tv. All right. I think I got enough stuff done here. Anything else, Steve, before we go away? That should do it. All right. So, uh, folks, uh, we sure appreciate you listening or watching, depending on where you go. You can always go to streamingchurch.tv and go to resources and find out more stuff. Uh, watch this on the video or watch other things, and we're happy to help you. And if we can help you in any way, please reach out to us at streamingchurch.tv. He is Steve Lacey. I'm Phil Thompson. Please take care of yourselves and each other. We'll catch you again on another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast. <laughs>